Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 146 of Spinning Thoughts. I want to thank everybody who is up nice and late for the midnight premiere on Adobe Radio. If you've been listening, and I'd hope after 146 episodes you've heard one of them, but we have premiere episodes every single Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes drop on all platforms the following Monday. I implore you to subscribe. It's free, so, you know, it's free. You can't complain about free, and it helps us, you know. Give us a review. Follow us on Twitter, at SpinThoughts, and the website is thespinningthoughts.com. Episode 146, and I'm really excited because I get to have my good friend on the show. I want to think that this is maybe the third appearance, maybe the fourth. I have lost track, and I think that's a good thing. We are going to be talking about a band calling all captains, but before we dive into the band, let's talk to the man. I got Dan Boyer of Spinning Thoughts. Dan, what up, dude? How's it going, man? I'm good. We're good here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. What's shaking up in Canada? Oh, not much. Not much at this point. I'm kind of, uh, as I was was saying earlier, I'm a little tired right now because I've had two straight very late night shows and as everyone knows or at least you guys know i'm pretty old so it's the hashtags uh what is it scene grandpa is that what we do scene grandpa (laughs) so you know if you know somebody who's still you know rocking hard in the scene and we love it we encourage it and everyone's impression of what old is i don't even know anymore i mean i who knows? It's so it's so controversial on what old even is. But if you know a scene, Grandpa, throw the hashtag out there on Twitter. And uh, all of the contributors over here at Spinning Thoughts, we always uh, tease Dan a little bit. So, yeah, Dan, you were out uh, Thursday night. We're, uh, Friday night. We're taping here on a Saturday. Give me, uh, give, uh, me I kind of know, but give the listeners a little uh, update on where you were Thursday. That wasn't for Spinning Thoughts. That was just pure fan mode, right? Yeah, pure fan mode on on Thursday. Um, I saw a band called the Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, I hope most of the listeners know who who they are. Um, <laughs> and they played for three hours and fifteen minutes straight, no break. I mean, it's crazy. It's just absolutely absurd. I don't know if I've ever been, if I've ever seen one performance that lasted that long. Maybe. I don't know. I, I mean, have you ever been through one that's lasted over three hours? I was thinking about it. I think it's the longest one. Uh, I saw a band called um, Rush, who are like Canadian icons. Dude, I mean, yeah, Rush, the, they, the trio. Come on. Yeah, they uh, they might have been two and a half, maybe three, but the Pumpkin Show was up there in terms of like longest show I've ever seen, for sure. All right, so you uh, you were out until like you were saying like one thirty in the morning on Thursday, seeing that three hour plus set from Smashing Pumpkins. Did they have any uh, openers or special guests or anything? Yeah, they had a band called uh, Metric, who are from up here in in Canada, um, who have been around longer than I I realized. Because uh, if you'd said to me like, when did Metric's first album come out? Like, this is how old I am. Like, when did Metric's first album come out? It's like I don't know, like twenty twelve, and then it's like looked it up and it's like their first record was 2003 or something. And I'm like, oh, gosh. <laughs> but even they played for 45 minutes. Wow. That's the opener. So yeah, it was, uh, it was an experience for sure. I'm just curious if you don't mind, what was like the ticket price? I mean, you, I would assume you got your money's worth, but were they like expensive or I'm just curious to like balance out the performance versus the cost. Yeah, yeah, it was it was super expensive actually, and like I didn't even really realize it. Like my friend that I went with bought the the tickets, and so I get there and I'm like, "Hey, I gotta get you for the ticket." Like, what was it? And he was like, "Oh, like 107 bucks." Wow, wow. What kind of venue was that? It was a stadium show. Oh, okay, all right. Well, it was a a stadium show in in London, Ontario. So like, we um. It was the the place where the junior hockey team in London plays out of, and uh, they just turned it into concert mode, and it was, uh, yeah. And they still drew, like, 3,000 people or something. It was crazy. 
So that was Thursday night, and then without any rest for the Wicked, you are at it again yesterday. That was Friday, August the 10th, and you went out and saw, uh, and we'll, obviously, we're going to have a lot of content coming out or, you know, a piece of content here from Dan in the next, you know, days or weeks here uh, covering it, but you went out and saw uh, Bearings, obviously friends of the show, like Pacific, friends of the show, Seaway we've had on once, and maybe they'd come back, but uh, give me just uh, an overall vibe of what that was like to tease uh, the piece that you'll be writing on it. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was cool. It was uh, in uh, in London, Ontario, in um, the the bigger hall. You may recall that um, in London, the main venues are two connected venues, one smaller, one's one's larger, and uh, it was in the big room, and and. Uh, I would say that, uh, like the last time I saw Seaway was probably like two years ago. They, um, they did a tour with Rarity and, uh, Cold Front and, um, it was in the small room. And then, uh, last night's show, I'd say in, in the two years since I've seen them, they, uh, they probably doubled the number of people that showed up. So, you know, if I had to, if I did ballpark, I'd say like two years ago, they played the small room to like maybe like 175 or something. And then like last night, it was probably somewhere around like 350. Seaway is a great band. They Their music rocks. Their aesthetic is just so infectious. So uh, it's no surprise to see they're, they're gaining this growth. And they're always grinding, always touring all over the place, all over the world. And, uh, you know, bearings, like I mentioned, they were on the bill. We've talked to them many times. I've seen them perform at four chord music festival, uh, last year, the, uh, four chord music fest fives coming up here, August, uh, the 26th and like Pacific will be there. And I can't wait to see them. It'll be my first time. Uh, and like Pacific just, uh, recently dropped their new album in spite of me. What was it like seeing like Pacific, uh, Jordan, obviously the front man, energetic guy. Did the band have a little more energy than normal? I believe you've seen them before. Uh, just coming off of the drop of the album, they were sick. It was really good, like really, really. Yeah, high energy. It was. They're great. Just, I, yeah, and, I can't and wait I to see that, them at four chord. Yeah, I think that uh, I think that you're right. You know, they're they're riding this this wave of the new record and. Uh, they're just, if you haven't seen Lake Pacific yet, go and watch them. They're going to tour the States uh, in the fall here. And um, yeah, they're just a dope band. And, uh, you know, briefly, I know uh, I saw a Facebook post from you yesterday, Dan, and uh, you mentioned that your wife uh, attended the show which, uh, with you, which I think is phenomenal. Uh, you referenced in there that maybe she hadn't been in the uh, pop punk uh, scene or a show Recently, I'm just curious uh, if you're able to elaborate on what your wife's experience was at this show last night with Bearings Like Pacific and Seaway. Yeah, it was, I don't know, I think it was a bit of a throwback for her. Like, you got to remember, like, we're, we're old, right? So she, like, <laughs> <laughs> she, she quit this stuff, like, I don't know, at least, at least 10 years ago. Oh, except we saw Jimmy E. World, like, last year, you know? Yeah. But, um... But yeah, like, you know, she'd, she'd been out with me, like in the early days of us dating, like I think even before we were married, like we saw, oh, I'm trying to remember, it was at an amphitheater, it was like Blink-182 and, you know, whoever would have been opening for them in the early 2000s or whatever, and that was like, that was kind of it, like she was in a Blink-182 and then not really, you know, and then we grew up, and so... It's just not really her jam, but, uh, but yeah, she, I had a rough day yesterday and, uh, uh, we had a death in the family and, uh, and so, and I just needed to be at a show last night and, uh, and she came with me and, uh, uh I think it was, it was about what I was expecting. I was just kind of, I was kind of like, what do you think? And she was kind of like, yeah, it was pop punk. <laughs> yep. That's my jam, you know? And <laughs> she's just kind of, she was just kind of like, yeah, not really my jam anymore, you know? And yeah. like, we just, we kind of left it at that. I mean, <laughs> I think she like enjoyed it as far as it goes or whatever. But And, and Dan, yeah, I, I want to give my condolences to you and your family. I know, uh, you know, there was a death in the family and you still, you went out and you covered the show for Spinning Thoughts, but, uh, you know, and you can, 
uh, I don't want to speak for you here, but it's always special, uh, the music community and, and getting out the shows for a lot of people. It's it's uh, it's a release. It's an area to feel safe and uh, to be around others. And, you know, in the best of times and the worst of times, you know, sometimes being around just other people and feeling uh, the power of music can help a little bit. So I hope it did for you. And uh, again, my condolences to you and your family. Um, I want to move yeah, on. Thank you. Absolutely. I want to move on and talk about uh, a little bit more of what the core of this episode is going to be about. Episode 146, uh, Calling All Captains. So this is a band uh, that, you know, I, I've listened. We're going to be jamming an interview that Dan had with the band, you're all going to hear it. And I got a chance to listen to it, obviously, before you, because I run this shit. And, <laughs> you know, there are bandits from <laughs> there are bandits from the other side of Canada. And uh, you know, I'm just I'm curious to see exactly, you know, this. They seem to be kind of picking up some momentum. I think they just signed recently to a label. I'm not so familiar with them. Dan, I know you have more of the details. You saw them August the 2nd. It was uh, at Harmony Lunch with which I know you've gone out to that venue before. I, I hear about it a lot. It's in Waterloo, Ontario, August the uh, 2nd. So that was last Friday. You're always at a show, my man. So uh, you got a chance to talk to them. They were joined with uh, on the bill with bands uh, Cheapside, Way the Anchor, and Rival Town. Uh, Dan, just overall, how was that whole show? Yeah, it was pretty dope. You know, Harmony, Harmony Lunch is uh, a great venue. Um, it's just kind of the perfect size for our, for our scene and for, um, you know, I mean, it was a smaller, it was a smaller show, but, uh, the venue kind of just fits, you know, um, the, the number of people that, that come out and, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a, it was a good vibe. I mean, again, old, I had to leave a little early, but, um, calling all captains played third. So, you know, talked to them, saw them play their set and uh and then i had to roll out but uh the thing that struck out for me with um with that show is that uh they threw in a cover um calling all captains played a cover of an alexis on fire song uh, i don't know if you're familiar with alexis on fire but they um they were huge here in in canada they're from just down the road in um hamilton ontario like for years um and and so calling all captains like put this this cover into the middle of their set and i was just like this is this is cool because you know those those kids like they would have been kids when the yeah. song came out you know and yet it's still like having a positive influence like on the next generation that's coming up so that was uh that was really cool. From your to, perspective, uh, could you see. tell if like others in the crowd caught on that it was even like a, a cover or were they of a age, you know, that maybe they just thought it was a calling all captains song? Yeah, no, I, I, there were, there were people who knew what was up. Like the phones came out to start the recording, you yeah, know? Yeah. So like, yeah, there were, there were some people that certainly knew what was up for sure. Now, Calling All Captains, they're from Edmonton, Alberta. And, you know, Dan, ever since you joined Spinning Thoughts, if anything, uh, my geographical knowledge has expanded, at least in Canada. Uh, so I, <laughs> I learned more about uh, our neighbors up north the more I talk to you, sir. Uh, that's basically, from what I understand of some brief uh, review here before talking to you, that it's like the other side of the country from you, right? It's on the west side? That's right. Yeah, Edmonton's. Edmonton's out west. It's not like oh, a two-hour drive or something. Like, um, actually, the captains' guys were saying that uh, when they wrapped the tour in Ontario, they had a forty-hour drive. Dude, uh, yes, they Edmonton. mentioned that in the interview that we're going to be playing for you all here in a moment. I, I listened, and I at first I was like, I heard it, and and I kept listening, and then I paused, and I was like, wait a sec, did they say they have a forty-four-zero-hour drive home? That's real. Yeah, oh that's, that's 4-0, man. That's, that's insane. I mean, I, you just don't realize how big this goddamn world is. Sometimes it seems too small with technology and social media, but then, you know, you get that, that uh, kick-in-the-ass reminder that, yeah, it's, you know, there's some land you got to travel. 40 hours. All right, so they're from uh, the west side of, uh, you know, of Canada. You're over there on the east. Uh, from your perspective, I don't know how, uh, how well uh, – 
you know the west uh, side of the community of music there in Canada. What what's similar? What's different about it? What do you know? Yeah. So, well, of course, Ontario, where I live, is is uh, kind of the you know one of the most densely populated areas of of Canada. And so, like, we have a a huge scene here that you know I don't necessarily need to go into. Well, I've kind of already talked about it uh, today in the you know bearings like Pacific right. Seaway, and then et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. But um, out west, like the population isn't quite as large out west or out east in Canada. And so, uh, but we still have a lot of really good talent um, within, you know, the scene that Spinning Thoughts covers uh, that's from other parts of Canada. So it's, uh, I think, um, important to just highlight that like Canada is not just Ontario in terms of our, our scene. Um, there's um so Vancouver, which is on um our our west coast, like about as far as you can go, they've got they've got a little bit of a scene. They've got some uh, some really good bands that are doing some cool things or have been doing some cool things recently. Um so uh, a band called Chief State uh has just signed on with um, Mutant League Records. Um our friends in Belmont are on that yep. that label. And and Chief State is actually doing a week, uh, kind of like the Pacific Northwest, like California and like Washington State and stuff in September with Belmont um, and such gold. Um, but Chief State are really, really good. And then um, also in Vancouver, there's, uh, I think it's like only two dudes or something, but um, it's a band called Youth Fountain. Yeah, and they actually just signed on with Pure Noise, yeah, recently, and um, so they're doing a cross Canada tour in September, and then they go into the states in October with um, oh, um, abandoned by bears, um, yeah, for the I think for most of October or something. So, and they're pretty dope. Um, and then there's um, there's also uh. Living with Lions are from out there, from out yep. around Vancouver, and they they actually opened like that um, Seaway tour. All the West Coast states were um, it was it was Seaway, Living with Lions, and Bearings, and then like Pacific joined as it as it moved. Like Living with Lions dropped off, and then like Pacific joined as the tour moved moved east. So Vancouver's got a really good scene. Um, the captain's guys are from uh, Edmonton, which people might, if you know the hockey player Wayne Gretzky from like forever ago, he played his like first number of years in Edmonton. Um, and uh, and so I just think it's really cool that like you know uh, being from a place like Edmonton, I think they're from a suburb actually, but. Um, not that it matters, but like to be able to, to get their band going and what have you kind of in Edmonton, I just, you know, I thought that was kind of cool. So wanted to talk to them while they were, they were around here. Um, and yeah, they just signed with equal vision records, um, which back and back, back in the day, they put out a bunch of records that I, I liked, like they had, um, that Coheed and Cambria band, like the first couple of records before, yeah. before it got, you know them, like before it got super weird, like the first couple of records were on Equal Vision. Save the Day, their first couple of records were on Equal Vision. So um, they, the label seen something in Calling All Captains, rightly so. And uh, so I would think that uh, things will continue on an upward trajectory for them. So they're, yeah, they're in Edmonton, which is still out west, a little closer to Ontario. Then you get to Ontario, which we've talked about a whole bunch. Then I'm just going off the top of my head. Then uh, you go further east, you go into Quebec, like, um, oh, uh, Story Untold is, oh, is in yeah, yeah. somewhere in Quebec, right? Yep. And, and I, 
I reviewed that record, right? And uh, and I think I think that guy, like I think that band started kind of in a similar way to um, as it is in in the sense that the their um, their vocalist, I think, uh, and people can search this, did um, like covers on YouTube or whatever before the the band started. You know, like very much in the same vein as the the guy from as it is kind of did the same thing and then as it is took off. So, so I didn't actually uh, know yeah, that so about as it is. I knew that about Janik and oh, yeah. story untold. So, uh, Patty Walters, you're saying, uh, he got his kind of start in music by just doing covers on YouTube. That's right. As far as I remember. Yeah. Huh, I got to look at that. Um, I, I've been all over as it is since the great depression dropped, uh, yesterday, August the 10th. Everyone's loving that. Have you listened to that? I, haven't had the chance yet that's all right it's only been that. one day that it's been out so yeah i'm sure yeah. i'm sure you'll get around to it. it's a great album but uh that's so that's interesting so you know janik yeah he i we had him on the show i was actually trying to find the episode number here as you were talking and you know i guess it's a good problem to have i have too many episodes now it's hard to find everything but uh yeah janik talked about that in our episode and uh it's pretty interesting if you search YouTube, you can find it. So, all right, so continue then. You were talking there in Quebec. Uh, you're bridging the uh, pieces of Canada here. What other notable, is yeah. there, are there any other notable areas or bands? So, yeah, so you get into Quebec, like one off the top of my head from Quebec is Story Untold. Um, they're actually going out with uh, bearings like Pacific um, in the States uh, in the fall. Um, and the, the cool thing about, about that, that tour, at least from my perspective is like, it's primarily in the States, but, um, it's a five band bill and there is not an American band on it, Wow, which is kind of, which is kind of cool. It's, I, agree. If I can remember it. It's, it's, uh, it's bearings and like Pacific again, strand told, um, a band, I think from Australia called between you and me. Um, and there's, um, and there's a fifth band that I'm, I'm blanking on right now. Bearings like Pacific, Story Untold, uh, Between You and Me, and, oh, and Rome, that band Rome. I'm not familiar with them, but Between You and Me, uh, what, they're Australian, right? They just dropped a new record that's pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. And then Rome is from, uh, Rome is from England. Yeah. It's a diverse bill of, uh, uh, I guess, demographics, you know, from all over the world. It is. Yeah, it's just kind of cool, like, these five bands hitting the States, and, like, none of them are from the States. Um, but, uh, and, then in, and then in Canada, you go further east, not quite as active in our scene further, further east. There is a band um, off the top of my head from, I think they're from Halifax, Nova Scotia, which is, like, getting getting out toward the other coast and they're called um sleep shaker and uh they've they've done a little bit of a little bit of touring they'd be uh you know they'd be worth checking out on spotify or apple music or whatever we have premiere episodes every single thursday at midnight eastern on adobe radio those episodes become available on all platforms the following monday we're here with dan boyer of spinning thoughts he is our canadian contributor and he recently attended Calling All Captains performance in Waterloo, Ontario. He got an opportunity to talk to the band, and he taped that interview. We're going to listen to it here in a few minutes. But we've been talking to Dan a lot about the Canadian music scene. So Calling All Captains, you know, they, uh, I appreciate them and in, in the work that they're doing and the moves that they're making. And uh, it's it's really great to focus on all that here in episode 146. We are going to be playing the uh, interview that Dan had with them here very shortly. Uh, but Dan, I do want to know a little bit about uh, Have Hope. Talk to me about them. They're uh, a pretty awesome entity out by you uh, in the music scene, correct? They are, yeah. Kyle and and uh, and Jamie run Have Hope shows, and of course they were, they were hosting the Calling All Captains um, show last week, and uh, they've just been very supportive. Um, of me and of us and of what we do at Spinning Thoughts. So, um, so shout out to them. They've got uh, they've got a huge fest festival coming up in uh, September. Uh, it's called Hope Fest, and there are a lot of really good bands on 
on this festival. So like our friends in Rarity, um, Exalt, uh, a band called Single Mothers, who people may be familiar with. Um, some of our other friends like Goldfinch, who we had on the, on the show, um, Heavy Hearts, who was my first review for Spinning Thoughts, uh, are back for their first show in a while. So Hope Fest is going to be awesome. I think it's on September the 22nd, um, in Kitchener-Waterloo. Um, and for the number of bands that are playing, I think the tickets are like 25 bucks or something. It's, uh, it's, it's very reasonable, but, uh, yeah, uh, Kyle and our friends at uh, Have Hope are um, just awesome guys, and we we certainly appreciate um, their support. We've got a lot of great promoters here in uh, this area of Canada that I that I live in, like the guys that put on yesterday's Seaway show, um, Summer Camp Productions. That's uh, Edie and Jameson. Like, just again, really supportive of what. Um, Spinning Thoughts is is doing and uh, and and they actually are the the small venue in London that they run a lot of their shows out of called um, called Rum Runners is uh, it's actually under renovation right now and it's going to open up uh, again in the middle of September and they've got a couple couple of uh, shows happening like September 18th September 19th they've got uh, the the kind of welcome back shows for rum runners are for certainly for the hardcore kids. It's, um, a band from Boston called Vane, Um, and, uh, and sanction is on that bill. Um, and then the next night they've got, um, comeback kid. Oh, comeback kid. They're, they're another Canadian band who've been around a long time. Um, they've got comeback kid and, uh, uh, no warning, I think, is on that bill too. So that's like September 18th, 19th, the reopening of uh, of Rum Runners. But uh, yeah, the guys that run uh, Summer Camp Productions, like Edie's been around as long as I've been around, and has always been really supportive of um, of uh, the 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 work that I do. Like even when I was writing in college, she was uh, uh, really helpful and and still continues to be. Um, and then we've got our friends in Passenger. Uh, that run passenger right. um, entertainment up toward Toronto. That's our, our friend Adam and uh, and Joe, and they're super supportive too of Spinning Thoughts. And uh, and they've got they've got uh, they've got a band called Young Culture that's going on a run here um, with uh, another band called Kayak Jones, and I think it's going down into Texas or something. So look those dates up, but. Uh, we we certainly appreciate uh, the the help and support of passenger as well. I echo everything that you just said, and uh, the common theme that every time we talk, Dan, or and really anytime I talk to any anyone from Canada, and we've been uh, you know blessed to to really have such a diverse uh, you know eclectic arsenal of of bands and and members of bands and people of the music community beyond just being in a band. We've been very lucky. To, to, to talk to a, a wide variety of them so uh, the theme though is that it's always so just like nice and loving and supportive of one another and encouraging and uplifting and positive I, that, at least from an outside perspective here in the states that's the way that I see it so uh, awesome shout outs there and uh, please check everyone out that Dan just mentioned uh, Dan before we listen to your exclusive interview with Calling All Captains it was from your uh, going to their show, which was, again, Harmony Lunch in Waterloo, Ontario, August the 2nd. Uh, I want to talk to you about just something because, I, you know, you and I, we talk a lot, you know, uh, texting or, you know, we have an app that we, uh, everyone on Spinning Thoughts, we communicate and talk music on and whatnot. But you and I, we don't get a lot of uh, time to talk on the phone. So I just wanted to bring this up here because I know you love Amberlin. I, I, I know that they're your favorite band. Are they not? <laughs> yes. For and, sure. And, oh, for sure. And I remember seeing from you posting this. I didn't catch them posting it. I saw you posting uh, or talking about a post Amberlin did recently. It, it seemed somewhat cryptic. Uh, what, what's going on with them? I mean, what, what do you think? It was almost like they were teasing something. I mean, for those who don't know, the band is not there. They have uh, kind of disseminated, right? Oh, yeah. They finished in, in 2014. 
Um, and, uh, and yeah, a few weeks ago, there was this cryptic Instagram, I think on Twitter to post of, uh, the five of them appeared to be the five members of Amberlynn appeared to be, uh, in the same room, um, in, in Florida, um, perhaps for the first time in, in a while. And the, the caption said something like, uh, we're friends again still, or something like that. And, uh, whether that points to um, a reemergence of of Amberlynn in any kind of capacity, um, uh, one can one can hope, I guess, is what I would would say about that. I mean, they're all kind of getting on with their lives. Like again, like you know, I'm old, and then like they're like I think the except for the drummer who was like super super young in comparison to the other the other members, like the rest of them are all like my age or older, you know, and they've got like kids and lives and whatever so you know can i see them being like we're hitting the road full time like no that's not gonna happen but like you know maybe like a once off or a short you know string of dates or something i mean one one can hope right that would uh that would that would be amazing but we'll just have to see what uh what the future holds well i will tell you this dan if uh amberlynn gets back together whether for it's uh you know Maybe they're working on like a like a like a collection of previous music, or maybe previously unreleased, or B sides, or maybe they'll do a date, or who knows. Uh, but if they do something, uh, we've got you and I. We've got to talk and we've got to record it because I want to hear the excitement in your voice. Oh, you will for sure, man. <laughs> uh, Dan, I want to thank you for being here. We're going to throw on uh, the interview you had with Calling All, All Captains, and uh, we'll wind out the episode from there. But I wanted to thank you right now uh, for giving me some time here uh, to talk about everything going on in Canada and your life, uh, the shows that you've been out to, and for taking the time to talk to our friends in Calling All Captains. Yeah, for for sure. And, uh, you know, apologies to the, to the listeners if the uh, – the quality of the interview. I haven't even listened back to it yet, to be quite honest. And uh, if it's uh, not the not the greatest, my apologies. You know, when I when I do interviews, unlike unlike you, like most of your interviews um, are on the phone with people, right? Yep. And uh, yep. you know, when I do mine, they're live. They're like at the venue, and we you know we try our best to find a quiet spot, and you know, then a random like you know. Uh, ambulance drives by with the siren going off or whatever, or like, you know, people start talking or what. So like apologies if, uh, if the audio didn't come out quite as well as I, I might've wanted it to, wanted it to, but I, but I like um, having the opportunity to speak to bands like at the venue. I think that uh, provides a, a, a particular um, dynamic um, into the into the interviews, so it certainly um, does, and it, it shines through always. And I I tell you this all the time, Dan, that it gives it like a very cool. It feels like you're there when it, you know. In this, you'll hear it here in a second when we play. You'll hear a siren fly by, but you know what? Who cares? You were there. You were face. You were sitting in their rig, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. They've got this like old school bus. Um, actually, I think they call it Mark Buffalo or something. <laughs> um, you know, like Mark Ruffalo or yeah. Ruffalo or whatever the actor, but yeah. <laughs> oh, Dan, it's always always a pleasure to have you on here. I appreciate you very much, and uh, enjoy your weekend. We'll be talking soon. Yeah, for sure, man. Thank you. We have premiere episodes every single Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available everywhere the following Monday. We're going to play a track here from Calling All Captains. And then we'll dive into Dan's interview with the band. This is Disconnected, their latest single uh, that just released August the 3rd via Equal Vision Records. I believe that's a very uh, recent acquisition, a very nice one, by the way. So everybody, this is Disconnected. Enjoy.
So you just finished listening to Disconnected, the latest single from Calling All Captains via Equal Vision Records. I don't want to waste any more time. I know you all have been very patient. We're about to throw on right now uh, Dan Boyer's exclusive interview with Calling All Captains. He attended their recent show at Harmony Lunch in Waterloo, Ontario, Canada. So everyone, enjoy. Hello, hello, Dan Boyer here, Canadian contributor for Spinning Thoughts, and I am here with Calling All Captains. What's going on? Yo, what's up, guys? Like literally everyone in Calling All Captains. We are packed into a bus. Yeah. So you guys are here in Ontario, Canada, and you're here all the way from uh, somewhere around Edmonton, Alberta. Is that correct? Yeah. That's your your hometown. Um, And... Um, so how long have you guys been a band? Uh, it'll be five years in February, so about four and a half right now. Wow. Okay, and how how did the band start? Or how did the band come together? Um, we kind of all knew each other in the music scene, and we're in separate bands, and uh, just, it was the right timing, and certain people from all of these different bands came together to form this one. Right. And you, so you've been at it for almost five years in this configuration yeah in this configuration about what six months uh yeah been about six months yeah oh yeah we've had some sure remember lineup changes uh changes stuff like that but it's been pretty good nice nice so talk to me about the scene in western canada what is it like being a a pop punk band from edmonton okay well being a pop punk band from Edmonton, it's actually really nice. We have a really good scene out there, especially in our hometown. Um, all of our Edmonton shows, every single time we play, it's just a packed house every single night. And uh, every spring, we usually go on a Western Canada tour, so we usually try and hit up the Marcus Lake, you know, like Kelowna, Kamloops, Vancouver. Uh, our friends, we have lots of friends all over these cities, so we always try and get our bands, our friends' bands, to play with us. And um, the scene in the Kamloops and Vancouver they feel like hometown shows to us it's crazy it's the amount of uh, the amount of love that all of the people who come together in like the music community they really put it all in like they'll be right front row like screaming back all the words there's crowd surfers it was uh, the band at the time uh, they're called Youth Fountain now but they were Bedroom Talk we went on tour with them for our last Western Canada and they played their first show in Vancouver, and it was insane. Like, people were singing back their words, people were singing back our words. It was an overall amazing show, and, like, we love Eastern Eastern Canada, but we tour Western Canada almost every year just because of how amazing it is. Wow, so it's quite an active scene out yeah, there. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely active. Like, the Pacific Northwest of pop punk is, like, really popping off right now, like, our friends in uh, Youth Fountain and Chief State both got signed to record labels, so it seems like it's going to be staying that way for a little while. Yeah, it seems like Ontario is the um, kind of epicenter of the Canadian scene, but it's not true, is it? Well, it's it's a center for sure, but there's just a couple other places that you know that people sometimes forget about because it's uh, all, all the big bands will come to they'll come through and they'll play Toronto, they'll play. Um, like Montreal, the, oh, Montreal Quebec, Quebec yeah. and they'll play all the eastern state or eastern provinces but they rarely uh, or if they come out west they'll only play Vancouver, Vancouver yeah. right which is pretty much a border town so it's really hard to hit up a markets like you know Calgary Edmonton Kelowna Kamloops but all those cities are just yearning for shows and like they take all of the opportunities they can get and it's actually really nice to get that kind of support yeah well Western Canada just had uh, if I'm remembering right just Really recently had um, bearings and seaway uh, seaway with lions came through. Do were you guys on any of those? We played, shows? We played that one. Yeah, we played our the hometown show in Edmonton. But when they came through there, it was actually it was it was a sold out show. Nice, nice. And you mentioned your friends in uh, Chief State. They're from uh, British Columbia, right? Yeah, Vancouver. Yeah. And um, if I've got this right, you guys and them. Um, self-financed a tour to Europe? Yeah, we actually... UK, yeah. yeah. UK. It was uh, definitely a wild time. Fraser, uh, lead singer of Cheese State, he's from... He's from the UK. He's actually from the West, and so he... Okay. Yeah, so he uh, moved here a couple years ago, made a band, Chief State, 
and uh, he said, you know what, I'm going back, you know, like, we're going to tour UK, so we went on a spring run in Canada with them, and uh, we decided to keep it going, you know, so we decided to, you know, put all the money down, buy our flights out there to tour the UK, and we went to a lot of places, we were out there for almost two and like, almost three weeks, and we've seen a lot of cities, we've played with so many bands, we've met so many friends, and yeah, yeah, that was... So you had a connection... Yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I kind of wondered. Fraser doing phone calls from five thirty in the morning in Vancouver to venues in anywhere in the UK to get us shows. Nice. To make it work. Nice, yeah. nice. No, it's cool. It worked out. It's just that, like, I've talked to bands over the years, and and a lot of bands, even with um, label support, and you guys wouldn't have had a, a label at the time, right? You were still yeah, unsigned no, at the time. Like, even bands with label support are like, yeah, you go to Europe your first time, you don't make any money. Like, it's not. You know, so I, when I heard that you guys had self-financed a, a tour, I was like, "What is up with this?" So there was a, a connection in in Chief State. Yeah, yeah but yeah. he just like booked the shows, but it was he was the promoter for yeah. like, these shows. So, so that like, would have been like a pretty rad experience then. It was definitely a yeah. rad experience. Like buying, it was crazy actually. You know, like the whole the whole thing. Yeah, we actually have yeah, a documentary out. Uh, we have a documentary of the whole experience uh, with Chief State on Mutant League Records is. YouTube channel. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. And so, um, just recently, you guys have connected with Equal Vision uh, yeah. Records out of Albany. So, um, I thought that was pretty dope because um, bands, when I was on the come up, like Equal Vision put out, like, I don't know if you guys will even know these bands, but like the first couple of Saves the Day records, they put out like just recently, like uh, a band from this area called Cold Front yeah. Yeah. last oh, yeah. year. We've we, 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 we we actually played Cold Front before, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so talk to me about how you, oh, there we are, there's a Cold Front sticker, nice, um, on your bus. Um, so talk to me how about how you connected with Equal Vision. Did you approach them? Like, did you send them a demo? Did they approach you? How did it all actually, happen? Uh, a year before that all came about, we had found this management company out of New York called Word is Bond, and had been working with them for a year, and at the time, we were doing some lineup changes, and the, the band was kind of uncertain, and so we, we took some time off and regrouped, and then when we recorded our new song, Disconnected, that we just released a little while ago, we sent it to them first and said, hey guys, we, you know, here's our new song, and we got a video for it. Let's try and get some label interest, and so we worked with them on that, and they were able to hook that us, hook that up for us, and everything just came together. Yeah, yeah. It's it was actually almost like the craziest string of events. Like we got the tune ready, we had a music video ready. Our managers were like, "Hey, we need the song," um, so they connected with uh, Dan Sanshaw over at Equal Vision, and Dan was Dan was really into it. He wanted to watch us play, so we went down to Spokane, Washington, to play play a showcase for him and he really enjoyed it so we decided to move forward we had dinner uh he met with our managers and he's an awesome guy bada boom bada bing yeah yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Awesome. He's, he's he's definitely good we, vibes uh, all around yeah we bonded over our love of streetwear so it was really <laughs> awesome nice yeah, yeah we can't nice. wait to work with him more yeah yeah so um you've been grinding it out for a number of years you got the record deal um, just dropped a new video not that long ago. So then, what is next music-wise? This is just the start. This is like square one from the beginning. We're gonna keep grinding, hustling, recording, writing, touring. Yep. Uh, we get back. Oh God, was it like early next week? We have a meeting with our producer. Start getting demos in and getting pre-pro started to finish recording either an EP or an LP that we're gonna be dropping at some point through EVR. Uh, and then from there, yeah, we're looking at couple more tours before the year's up and then come 2019 I don't think any of us are gonna have real jobs back home anymore we're gonna be full-time right it's into the full-time gig yeah, yeah. that's the goal yeah yeah for sure um, and uh, so this run has been with rival town and you guys um, and how many dates was was this have you got any more after with, this with them it's ten dates Okay. Uh, there was three that we did on the way out by ourselves, and then ten in Ontario. We play tonight in Waterloo, and then tomorrow in St. Catharines, and then we have a forty-hour ride home. Okay, so you're right at the end of your yeah. Almost, so, almost almost teetering off for yeah. Yeah. So what cities in Ontario did you did you play? Uh, we played Thunder Bay, 
Kingston, Sudbury, oh Luke, you're throwing, Ottawa. Off, you're throwing off the order here. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Ottawa, yeah. Thunder uh, Bay, Sudbury, Ottawa, Barrie, Kingston, Toronto. Okay. Hamilton last night, Waterloo, and St. Kitts. Right. And how does the Ontario scene, in your experience, differ from the scene that's at West? Uh, your venues are way hotter. Yeah. yeah. It's, hot. <laughs> it's, it's, so it's so hot. real hot out here. Well, it's hot in BC too. Yeah. We haven't but. we haven't hit this market as much as the Western markets. I think we have a little bit better grasp out on the West Coast, say, rather than out here. Yeah. But we've got to do a few tours, you know, to really get established. Established out here. Yeah. Yeah. So this is your first time in Canada or no? It'll be your second, not your first time in Ontario. Time in Ontario. Uh, it's yeah. been three, three years, years since we were out here last. Okay. And the last time was a god awful like seven and a half week tour that we hit any city that would take us and we were stranded and homeless and broke and sweaty and disgusting at that point. So yeah. Yeah. it's a lot nicer this time it's, around. It's are are we still all those things? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we haven't been them as long. That's true. Yeah. 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 It's tough to tour all of Canada. So of like course. we would like to do this more often, right? Like the West markets, we've spent so much time building up now that it's really easy for us to go bang out a Western tour, but it's harder to tour out east and yeah. make it financially viable. So yeah. Yeah, and it just takes time after yeah, time yeah. after yeah. time yeah. after yeah. time. Yeah. Just keep it'll be just the same. Just yeah. keep grinding it out, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So thank you guys for uh, for your time. Uh, I know you have a show to play, uh, so I won't uh, keep you much longer. But if you got anything else that you'd like to add, check out our new video on the Equal Vision Records YouTube channel if you haven't seen that. And the song is called. It's called Disconnected. Um, and the song hits all streaming tomorrow, so keep your eyes out for that. Okay. Tomorrow being August 3rd. Yep. Yeah. And you've got your documentary on your UK tour. That's, on uh, yeah, that's YouTube. on uh, YouTube on under Mutant League Records with Chief State. Awesome. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. Um, well, you got something else? I got something else to say. <laughs> if you're listening to this right now, I hope you have a great day. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you very much for your time, guys. And uh, till next time, we'll uh, share music and spread love. Right oh, yeah. Thanks so much. Thank you. Guys. Thank you. There you go. That was Calling All Captains. They sat down recently with our very own Dan Boyer. And I want to thank the guys for being here for episode 146 of Spinning Thoughts. It was great to talk to Dan and dissect the Canadian music scene. Calling All Captains, uh, they're with Equal Vision Records, a powerhouse in the music community. Their latest single, Disconnected, is out now. You can get it everywhere. Keep your eyes on the band. They are doing some really, really great things. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at SpinThoughts. Our website is thespinningthoughts.com. And we have premiere episodes every single Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. They become available on all other platforms the following Monday. Make sure you subscribe so you're always in tune with the tunes. We're going to have another one next week, so don't miss it. Until then, everybody, make sure you share music and spread love.